1: What is going on, everybody? It is episode 54 of Pop Culture Crisis. I'm your host, Brett, and this is my co-host. <laughs> introduce yourself, young lady.
0: Miracle Sam, nice to meet you. How you doing today? I'm great. What about you?
1: Uh, I, I was doing good until I did the introduction part. Now I just, it just feels weird to say my name.
0: You don't have to say it. I'll uh, just introduce uh, you every time go like, Brett. Yeah,
1: yeah, you got to like, work it in there somehow. Yeah. It always feels uncomfortable uh, trying we'll to do that. We'll fix it tomorrow. Yes. Uh, so it is um, It is going to be, mm-hmm. this is a Monday episode. Yes. We've got a bunch of stuff to talk about. Mm-hmm. We're going to do box office report as usual. Uh, some good news involving the show that I've been simping for for the last uh, two weeks, mm-hmm. uh, Reacher. Uh, we've got some funny topical articles, uh, mm-hmm. article regarding the Oscars and the Super Bowl. And then we've got our review for Legend of VoxMox. Uh nice. episode seven through nine. So we got uh, a and full stack plate. Yep. And then Podluck. I got a variety of stuff that we're going to talk about today. It's going to be a lot of fun or at mm-hmm. least uh, as much fun as it can be yep. when, uh, when talking about uh, a bunch of fun stuff, which is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were originally going to do a couple of other topics that we decided to scrap or uh, they just didn't feel uh, right for the episode. So yeah. I'm, uh, one of those may be worth coming back to later on down the line, but mm-hmm. we'll see then. Uh, but I say without further ado we just get into it
0: Okay. okay
1: let's just talk box office right Um, So this past weekend, uh, full disclosure, we did go and see a movie uh, that contributed to this box office. Mm -hmm. We went and saw Death in the Nile. Uh, The review is up here on our YouTube channel. And uh, I had Miracle was a a meh about the movie. Uh, Brian, who went with us, was meh about the movie. I was more supportive uh, as a fan of both Kenneth Branagh and anything that isn't big budget blockbuster superhero movies. I'm always happy to see something Mm -hmm. a little bit different show up, uh, which is always helpful to me uh, at least you know it gives us something different to talk about yeah but the numbers don't really bear it out the same way though the movie we saw death on the nile which was starring it stars kenneth brana as accurate battle mm-hmm. or hercule perot if you're from america uh and then gal gadot and mm-hmm. then we also it also had army hammer and a bunch of other it had Oh Letitia right mm-hmm. a whole bunch of people uh, and it did win for the weekend. And so this is from Box Office Pro. And it says, uh, as it does every year, the Super Bowl, uh, it says, weekend estimates. Uh, Death on the Nile, 12.8 million, floats to number one. Opening over Super Bowl weekend ahead of Marry Me at 8 million and Blacklight at just 3.6 million. So it says, as it does every year, the Super Bowl depresses turnout at the North American box office this weekend, despite a, flu, a, a, flu, despite a <laughs> slew of new wide releases hitting theaters, including Disney, Fox's Death on the Nile. Universal's *Mary Me* and Briarcliff Entertainment's *Blacklight* of these, Nile at the top of the heap with an estimated 12.8 million at 3,280 locations. While *Mary Me* saw middling results, and *Blacklight* stumbled out of the gate. And that is, a, if it's really, if it's 3.6 million, that is actually a, a big stumble for a star as big mm-hmm. as Liam Neeson really is. Yeah, uh, it says. Excuse me. Uh, a yeah, follow-up to the 2017 murder on the Orient Express, which opened to 28.7 million and finished with 107.3 million domestic and 353 million global from a 55 million dollar budget. Nile saw the return of director and star Kenneth Branagh, while boasting an almost entirely new cast, including Gal Gadot, Armie Hammer, Annette Bening, and Sophie Akinedo, And they left out uh, Leticia Wright. There, mm-hmm. you'd think they would have mentioned her. <laughs> Uh, relative to its, pre- to its hit predecessor, it's a difficult to spin the Niles opening as anything but a disappointment with the obvious caveat being that the older female demo that made up a significant portion of Orient Express's audience remains more cautious uh, than most about returning to theaters amidst the ongoing pandemic. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's uh, a lot harder sell to get, you know, the older demographic of women out uh, yeah. given everything that is going on, whatever you feel about uh, how governments are handling the pandemic or how it's being handled at theaters we went, uh, there was uh, mask mandates in place mm-hmm. and everything where we, where we were. Uh, whatever you think about that, to, when it comes down to brass tacks and numbers, uh, this is a movie that seemed to, because it's an Agatha Christie uh, murder mystery. It's you know the female demographic is supposed to skew high here, mm-hmm. uh, and the numbers just don't bear that out. And also, this movie had a much higher budget than the yep. previous one did. Not to mention a bunch of kind of problems with it regarding the fact that uh it's been delayed like three separate times. This mm-hmm. was supposed to come out pre-pandemic, yep. if I if I recall correctly. Um, uh, and it says it's worth mentioning that Death on the Nile is also a lesser known IP from the Orient Express, and in fact, it may also have been lost on more casual moviegoers that this film is even. A sequel to Orient Express at all. Mm-hmm. Those who did turn out seem to be enjoying the film as much as its predis- uh, about as much as its predecessor, awarding it a B cinema score. Its post track rating, meanwhile, is a three point five out of five stars. That seems about right. Like yeah. for when you really think about it, I'd say like you and uh, you and Brian give it like a two and a half. Yeah, I give it like a four. Is like a, a 3.75 <clears throat> and that ends up somewhere at about three and a half, right? Yeah. That, that seems about right. Um, and it's at 65% on Rotten Tomatoes, but just a tad bit more than Orient Express, which had about the same exact rating. Mm-hmm. The budget, however, was about $90 million, which is a much You know, uh, as opposed to the $55 million budget from the previous one, uh, much harder sell Uh, means like that's about $145 million all in with marketing. And probably more than that, Mm -hmm. if you count the fact that it's been delayed several times. So they've had to market it several times over. Mm -hmm. I don't think this movie will make its money back. I really don't. Um, uh, or at least I don't think it's going to become profitable. Maybe it makes its money back in mm-hmm. like uh, day and date release, or not day and date. It was with like uh, PVOD releases later on. Like I said, that older demographic uh, that didn't want to go out to the theaters, they may be more amenable to the idea of buying it uh, through. Uh, I guess it would be Disney Plus if they did like a, a special, edi- you know, the the, the pay VOD mm-hmm. on there. Maybe maybe they'd be more inclined to do that. But it says uh, it took in about 20.7 million uh, from the overseas territories, including 2.5 million dollars in Russia, 2.4 in the UK, 2.1 in each in Italy and France. I really would have expected this movie to do better overseas, yeah. given that Kenneth Branagh is from the UK. It's based on Agatha Christie. Uh, it's not an American-made movie per yeah. se. Well,
0: also because. As you said, like not a lot of older people want are are a little bit hesitant to leave. Yeah, to go to
1: theaters. Yeah, Mm -hmm. they're not really into the idea of maybe putting themselves at risk. Mm -hmm. Uh, Whatever your thoughts are on that. It says dropping one spot to the second place in its sophomore frame was Jackass Forever, which dipped sixty five percent to an estimated eight point five million. Sixty five percent is a pretty hefty drop. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's a pretty big one to overcome. Uh, I can't remember. I think I re- I read a couple of like uh, predictions. You know, I watch a lot of these prediction yeah. videos for stuff like that, and they were saying about like a forty-five to fifty percent drop. So that's even farther uh, than people thought. Uh, probably had yeah, right here it says likely because the Super Bowl dominated the attention of franchises, core male fan base. A lot of people are staying home and saving their money. Whether yeah. that's because they're buying uh, food and everything so that they can have their holiday parties, or they're going to bars to watch the the game, they're just not going to the movie mm-hmm. theaters this weekend. Marry Me debuted in third place with an estimated $8 million from 3,642 <laughs> locations, which is an okay result for the Jennifer Lopez-Owen Wilson rom-com. There it is, Owen Wilson with the comeback, yep. really. Uh, the film was budgeted to be about $23 million. Its theatrical por- performance, which predictably affected by the Universal's title's day-and-date release model on Peacock Streaming, uh, uh, service as well continued reluctance uh, yeah it says as well as the continued reluctance of adult women to return to the multiplex mm-hmm. uh, despite that the debut of JLo's latest is still a notch above her last entry in the rom-com genre which was 2018 Second second act which opened to 6.4 million dollars in 2018 mm-hmm. so this is pretty good when you consider that it's like Far different, you know, people are going to the theaters far less and it made more money yeah. than her last one did. So that's that's pretty good. Uh, and then I just wanted to... The other one I wanted to talk about was... Um, oh, yeah, Spider-Man No Way Home bringing mm-hmm. in another $7.15 million, bringing a sort total of $759 million total at the domestic box yeah. office, which means, like, by Monday or Tuesday, it will surpass Avatar mm-hmm. uh, for third highest grossing domestic movie of all time. Oh, Though okay. it should be known that that is... Um, not adjusted for inflation. Mm-hmm. So if we were to adjust for inflation, I think avatar would still have it beat by uh, a significant amount, but that means it's all. It also brought in another 11 million at the domestic or at the international box office, bringing its total all, you know, all in to 1.804 billion. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to make 2 billion, which mm-hmm. is kind of sad, but it's damn close. Yeah. Uh, like if it wasn't in week nine already, I'd say maybe mm-hmm. it has a shot, but yeah. who knows? Like, uh, I mean, what's that? That's uh 20 20 million more it would have to make Mm -hmm. is there a way they could do that maybe release this dude release it again with like because they keep touting like a hundred like a hundred minutes of special edition footage yeah like maybe tout like a version where you can go to the theaters and see it with all the bonus stuff at the end I bet you they could pull that 20 million in
0: I think they would
1: That would be That would Mm -hmm. be really interesting If they could find a way to If people
0: are listening Who work at the movie industry You could do that
1: Find a way Mm -hmm. to To release it In theaters With the bonus features Give people an incentive So you can get there And get it to that Two billion dollar mark Not Mm -hmm. a lot of movies Have made it there And then the other film I wanted to talk about Was Blacklight Which I saw some excitement from Maybe it's just because I'm a dude And my Mm -hmm. friends are dudes They're you know They love the idea of the You know Liam Neeson had his hits With Taken with With the three Taken movies With the daughter That's about 35 going out but portrays a 16 year old Mm -hmm. Uh, and then also he had a a good movie last year called Honest Thief that got really you know like like I saw several reviews that really liked that movie for what it was Uh, especially during the in more the middle of the pandemic—that might have actually been late 2020. People really? were starved for media, and a mm-hmm. lot of uh, theaters were just—I'm sorry—a lot of media companies were just getting rid of these titles that might have gone to limited release theaters and putting on streaming services. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the one of the better ones was *Honest Thief*. Yeah. It says, this is the uh, uh, this is a low point for Liam Neeson in the action thriller genre more than a decade after he rebranded himself as the revenge-fueled tough guy with the Taken series. It didn't help that the core fan base of the film, again, mm-hmm. adult males are likely wrapped up in going to watch the Super Bowl this weekend and they mm-hmm. just couldn't be bothered to go and watch uh, another movie like that. So Sing 2 brought in another $2.5 million, uh, bringing its estimated... Uh, 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 Domestic box office To 143.39 million So that's not Mm -hmm. bad at all And poor Moonfall Which debuted With only 9.87 million dollars Only brought in 2.85 million Which is like A 71% Mm -hmm. decline That just makes me sad Yeah For a movie that I loved Being For as bad as it was Being as You know I loved it um, so, like, like I said, this is a weekend with a lot of like heavy drop-offs. If you look, um, "Marry Me," I'm not, I'm sorry, not "Marry Me," "Jackass Forever" drops off sixty five percent. Uh, Moonfall drops off seventy one percent. Kingsman drops off sixty five percent. Mm-hmm. Redeeming love, six, like a lot of those movies, um, mainly Kingsman, uh, they were doing they were holding well with like minimal drop offs, mm-hmm. you know, twenty five to forty percent drops, which can be significant but are not insurmountable. So it's a bummer to see. I'm hoping that maybe because the Super Bowl was this weekend, maybe Blacklight And uh, Jackass Forever trend back upward and don't have as heavy a drop-off next weekend because, you know, people are back at the theaters. I don't think Death on the Nile is helped by that at all, especially since next weekend we are going to get um, a couple of bigger, uh, well, at least one big release that we're going to see, Mm -hmm. and that is the release of Uncharted starring Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg. Which I do think will do quite well. It will. Uh, I, from what I've read, um, I've got accidentally gotten caught up in some reviews saying For it's sure. like almost non-stop action the whole time, which mm-hmm. guys are gonna are gonna love. I also want to find time to go see Dog. Mm-hmm. M- Miracle has no interest in going and seeing Dog. Uh, I want to go see Dog a little bit. Uh, I, I think it looks pretty good. But uh,
0: Dog or Uncharted.
1: Well, we're going to go see Uncharted, but mm. if I maybe like we have those like uh, vouchers that we got for the movie being late last time, maybe mm. I go use my uh, voucher ticket to go see Dog.
0: Okay. We'll tell Brian that yeah. we'll go watch it so yeah. we can get rid of it.
1: So I, I kind of want to see I, mm-hmm. I think it looks charming. That's the best way to put it. Yeah. It looks charming to me. It's also some
0: story about a guy saving this dog who's a military dog. Yes.
1: Uh so my hope is that uh that movie I get a chance to see that. It maybe mm-hmm. maybe if not then see it when it, I'm sure that'll do well on streaming too once it comes out, right? So mm-hmm. that might not be one people want to go see in mm-hmm. theaters, but it might do better once it comes out to like you know in your house and you mm-hmm. can watch it with your family. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see how that one goes. Uh, Are you are are you excited for? uh, Out of all the movies we've got coming out in the next two weeks, we've got Uncharted, and then after that, we've got I believe nothing until the beginning of yeah. See nothing until the beginning of May or May Mm -hmm. of March, uh, which is when we start with uh, the Batman. The Batman comes out on the fourth, which we're Mm -hmm. very excited about, or at least I'm very very excited, and other people are just you know excited.
0: Yeah. I'm
1: excited Is there anything else You're looking forward to I'm looking at the list right now Is there anything I'm missing From next week
0: Um, Over the next
1: two weeks I don't think mm, I see anything I don't know what Desperate Hour is
0: I just read the um, Synopsis for it I knew you didn't know What it was But basically It's a mom She's recently widowed And she has to save her son Okay, that's it. All
1: right, perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a dude. You should see this article I found for us to do with Hannah Claire on. on to, it's so funny. You're gonna like. It's going literally to... it's a whole article. It's not even about a specific movie. About who the hell asked for this? Mm-hmm. But you're you're gonna love it when we get there. Yeah. So we will be. Uh, we'll keep an eye out. Uh, I'm hoping that uh, Blacklight and Jackass Forever trend back upwards next mm-hmm. week. I think it's KO for um, for Moonfall, but yeah. uh, I'm I'm hoping for good numbers for Uncharted. and I'm hoping that it lives up to being. Uh, uh, a pretty nonstop action movie.
0: Yeah, we hope so.
1: Yep, that's what I'm hoping for.
0: And like other movies that they just dropped their t- trailers. Um. We're
1: we're gonna talk about trailers this whole t- okay. I, I, tomorrow. Me, you, and Dane are gonna go over uh, trailers. Yes. Uh, so I got an article about it, and then I've got a bunch of other references mm-hmm. that we're gonna talk about. So that's good. I want to get into uh, this one is so good. This 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 article makes me so happy, guys. Mm-hmm. And that is Reacher uh, renewed for season two at mm-hmm. Amazon Prime. Uh, and I, I, the funny thing is, I consider just, I'm like, well, is it news? Is it not news? But here's the deal. Um, if I want to see stuff that I like do well, mm-hmm. it, it's not enough to just watch it, right? Yeah. You have to talk about it. You have to make discussions about that thing that you're enjoying yeah. part of the public conscious consciousness so that these studios understand that you enjoyed something and they see uh uptick in engagement in s- on social media and you know places like youtube where you know i haven't seen many videos about yeah. this show so i want to make as much as possible so that the studio knows that i you know people like me mm-hmm. and this and I, I checked right before we came in to do this today yeah uh this movie is or this movie this show is still ranked number one on amazon prime that's good so that is good so it says jack reacher is returning amazon is renewed the alan Ritson Alan Richson fronted action, dra- action drama series Reacher for a second season. The fast turnaround renewal comes three days after the streamer launched the lead child adaptation. Amazon said that Reacher ranked in its top five most watched series ever in the US and globally over a 24-hour period. Mm-hmm. Though it's worth noting that all eight episodes of the series launched at once, the company added that it was also amongst the highest rated original series with subscribers giving it an average of 4.7 out of five stars. That is very high. Mm-hmm. From uh, Nick Santora, the series follows Jack Reacher, a veteran military officer. So they go into the details here about what the show is about. Mm -hmm. And it talks about the cast. It stars Malcolm Goodwin as Oscar Finley. Willa Fitzgerald as Roscoe Conklin. Chris Webber as KJ. Uh, man KJ could have been so much better in the show so it says uh, Santora is the showrunner and executive producers alongside Child Don Granger Scott Sullivan and David Ellison Dana Goldberg and Bill uh, and Bill Bost executive producing for Skydance I I th- there was something else I watched recently I didn't check what it was but something else that we either we watched or saw a movie for a preview for it was also yeah. a Skydance production so I'm wondering if that's maybe a studio to keep an eye out for like maybe they're gonna, they've got they a They make uh, a
0: lot of good indie films yes. and
1: like TV shows like can you look up what they've been doing what else they've got yeah. what else they've had coming out recently yeah you can see yep so it says winter premiere dates for new and re- okay that's a centaur. says the entire Reacher team cast production writers etc is so happy with the wonderful recep- reception that the show has received Amazon Skydance and Paramount have had been such fantastic partners and everyone is excited to roll up their sleeves and get to work on what will be a great season 2 uh, it says Oh and then The the, direct, the creator of the series Childs adds Partnering with Amazon Studios From season one of Reacher Was a total delight They had our backs Every step of the way And it really shows In every line And every frame So I'm thrilled We'll be working together For season two uh, And they really did Kind of have to have Their back too Because mm-hmm. I really expected A lot more political messaging A lot more current year To be kind of shoved Into this show mm-hmm. And it wasn't uh, And that was the best part About it And then I wanted to go down Into some of the comments here It says Thank you for a great series reacher is the real deal can't wait for season two three four and five thank you for bringing reacher to the screen p.s i like tom cruise's reacher character in the movies but tom should forget about this and stay with the top gun movies yeah absolutely uh, that was out of all the trailers we watched in the theater recently the the new top gun trailer was probably my favorite
0: exactly and i like it if you keep on rolling um the third comment it says the series is absolutely awesome we binge watch um, the, the whole series Twice In two nights in a row Thank god They put Alan as Reacher Tom Cruise Reacher's Movies suck <laughs> Okay they're, they're They They li- will try uh, They will Hard it, oh. it will be hard To wait for season two
1: Yep Mm-hmm. And, and just to point it's out this heat. has 90 comments on this one deadline article mm-hmm. uh so that just i mean there's a lot of response there there's a lot of people that are excited about this show and yeah. then i found this other article um from av club it says in praise of alan richson the big beefcake boy who makes mm-hmm. Reacher work uh oh beefy beef <laughs> oh b- oh big beefy boy come let us celebrate you
0: oh okay
1: Where Alan Ritson was initially cast as the star of Prime Video's recently launched Reacher, most of the discussion focused on how the adaptation of Lee Child's long-running series of crime thrillers novels had finally cast an actor big and burly enough to match Child's description of the uh, 6.5 6.5? foot 5 inch tall ex-military behemoth Jack Reacher. Tom Cruise who played Reacher in the two movies is neither big nor burly, (laughs) though he will endure a beating meant for a much larger man. Mm -hmm. Uh, What was not fully appreciated when was casting was announced was what a secret weapon Reacher had acquired. The charming beefcake bruiser (laughs) is a superlative comic performer and while most uh, no one seems to understand that, it's precisely because of that rarely tapped talent that Reacher works. Yeah, he has like a really dry sense of humor in the show that tends to really work. Like uh, anytime he's playing off of Malcolm Goodwin's character Mm -hmm. (coughs) of uh, of Finley like his, his, like because Finley's such a serious person uh, Reacher is so dry in his humor and wit. Mm-hmm. I really do think that's one of the contributing factors that made the show, watch, so, the show so watchable. On one hand, it's understandable why Richson's talents for comedy have largely gone unnoticed. Most of us have the unfortunate te- tendency to judge books by their covers and the man has one heck of a cover. Yeah. He really is kind of... Uh, what would you call it, Miracle? He's kind of a kind of an Adonis. Yes. Uh I'm sure when you saw him your eyes popped out of your head like Wiley e. Coyote, your Yes, no. no? She's lying.
0: That was mainly you. You
1: She she saw the screen, she's like hubba hubba.
0: Nah. That was mainly you. Brett was like, Oh yeah, he's so great. He's Love a, him. He's
1: a good looking dude. Mm-hmm. So it says, most of us have the unfortunate tendency of judging books by their covers, and the man has one heck of a cover. He stands proudly alongside Jason Momoa, mm-hmm. who Miracle does simp for on a regular basis. <laughs>
0: I do it because they're noisy.
1: John Cena and Dwayne, the cuddliest rock you've ever seen, Johnson, in the pantheon of chiseled talent who p- waited patiently for an opportunity to flex their goofball muscles, and even, though, and even then, wrestlers like Cena and Johnson presumably had an easier time of it, given their entire performing careers were built on a foundation of campy excess. Uh, they're kind of like, one of the things about the show is he can switch between the comedy and the serious aspects very, very like smoothly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and one of the things I noticed is that these shows tend to be one or the other. Like very rarely do shows kind of go between the two. Are mm-hmm. you still looking up the stuff on Sundays? Yeah.
0: So you find anything? Yeah. Um, basically, this website is called Decider. And basically, they have 25 movies or TV shows that you should keep an eye out. That's produced by Sundance okay. One of them is with the kid from Stranger Things The skinny one mm-hmm. um, He was also in uh, When You Finish Saving the World
1: Wait that's the name of the show Or a movie
0: And then The Worst Person in the World I've heard <clears> of that Yeah so they're going to have that emergency And it's a guy It's going to have the guy who played as um, Newt from Can you send me the link
1: Yeah uh, send it's it me all the movies
0: that's gonna be For 2022
1: Okay uh, th- I wonder if may- Maybe it was Ambulance Maybe that's the one I thought That uh, that made that That was the one with the, the new one with Michael Bay That Michael Bay is making With mm-hmm. uh, with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal Maybe uh,
0: Oh yeah That's the one that you're that, thinking of Is on. that on the list no, I don't think so.
1: I think I saw somewhere that that's who was producing that movie, but I'm not 100% sure. In fact, I'm going to look it up right now. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: Live on air. Yeah. Brett is uh, searching. Make sure you
1: send me that link, though. I already sent it. Okay.
0: So We're just waiting for you.
1: Who is producing
0: uh, Lucy and uh, Dicey?
1: Let's see here.
0: It's going to be. Okay.
1: Boop boop. Let's, see. Let's oh, see.
0: Oh, they're making a Kanye thing. <laughs> That's funny. So they're gonna make a Kanye thing. Also, Fresh is on there. Oh, did I say twenty five? That's only
1: distributed by Universal. Okay, no, no, New Republic Pictures, uh, Endeavor Content. So no, no, it's not. It's not for them. Mm-hmm. So you sent me that link.
0: Yeah, I already sent it to okay. you. I thought it's a twenty. It's actually fourteen films that you should keep a co- um, eye out. Okay, and this is from February first, twenty twenty two.
1: Okay. Okay. So just recently. Mm-hmm. So this says, I'll uh, say, when you finish saving the world. Oh, directed by Jesse Eisenberg. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Uh, the worst person in the world. Uh, Let's go down here Emergency Which is Okay that one looks familiar Directed by Carrie Williams Who also directed The 2020 Sundance film Mm -hmm. Okay Call Jane Good luck So it's definitely more indie Yeah it's very indie It's very indie
0: If you search up Sundance They'll give you Like different websites There's ones that Are basically saying Support artists Yeah And you can volunteer Or apply for a job Cool
1: Okay, yeah, that was the one. Uh, the, Kanye tr- the Kanye, the Kanye. One. I think one. that's the one I was thinking of. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Yeah, I mean, they, they've got that's definitely. And when you think about it, the out of all of those that we just looked at, Reacher might be the most mainstream mm-hmm. uh, of those. Uh, of those well, projects. most of
0: these are like all films.
1: Yeah. So, but the but Reacher in general mm-hmm. seems like it's like the most. Um, uh, you know, name brand uh, or mainstream of projects. Whereas mm-hmm. the right, you because know, like I even even somebody like me who hadn't read the books knew what they were. Whether yeah. it was because of the Tom Cruise movie or like uh, I you know I, mm-hmm. I had friends who read a lot of those books. I, I was more of a yeah. I was more of a Clancy guy. <laughs> it says uh, it says I've watched. Th- I just want to go th- back through some of these comments because I just I love it. It says I binged the books and mourned when they were no m- when there were more no more to read. This TV series is exactly what I needed. So true to the books' character. Loved the Reacher concept. Huge, uh, hugely looking forward to season two. Huge, I've never read the books, but enjoyed the series. Now I've watched it all. Worth going back to read the books. So, like, it's like, imagine being the guy who wrote these books. He's probably getting such a bump in sales because yeah. the show is doing so good. Uh, it says he's a photogenic giant who can act, and it takes exactly zero camera trickery or plot armor for him to be the hardest sob on screen. That was the uh, that was the most realistic part. Yeah. he goes in a room with like eight guys, and like I felt bad for the eight guys. Mm-hmm. Like that's how that's how good he was in this role so my hope is that it, it ends up doing well I like I said mm-hmm. uh, anytime something like this where if you like something if, if there's a project that comes out and you want to see it do well you need to talk about it yeah. you need to share stuff about it you know like what, what is something that's uh, coming out lately that's come out lately that you really enjoyed that you need to s- that you hope we get more of
0: um, <coughs> one second mm-hmm. um, I just started um, Netflix just dropped the season four of Enchanted
1: I don't know what uh, that dis- is Disenchanted dis- My bad is.
0: So it's made by the same guy Who made the Simpsons Futurama Okay Um But this time It's placed in Medieval time And you're following Bean Who is your main character And she's supposed to be Like a princess But she's more crass She drinks like a man It sounds
1: exactly like Something you would like
0: Yeah It's so funny And like season 4 Just dropped, And I fell asleep During episode yeah. 5 But um I was just tired This week Um but it's like really good because basically, in I'm not gonna spoil season yeah. four for you guys, but I'm gonna spoil the other seasons that we have to watch it. Basically, she goes on an adventure. She's trying to like break the gender rules because like they're trying to force her to marry somebody of who course. is a terrible idiot. Like, he's a legit an idiot. And of he turns, course, he is. But he turns into a pig. Plot twist Okay well, He he turns into a pig And then um, I don't think
1: I am the target demographic For this No no show. you are too Oh I am
0: Yeah because they have Lucy Which is like a little devil That was like Our demon That was assigned to Bean. Yeah but
1: the second I saw Like them like Making the guy out To be a big doofus idiot I'd probably get annoyed
0: Well like he's more arrogant
1: Okay,
0: I said like mm-hmm. anytime, gen-
1: like, I guess I, I tend to avoid the shows mm-hmm. that go heavy into stuff about gender roles because it just feels mm-hmm. so current year and so politically yeah. charged. Like I'm just like, don't you have any better stories to tell? But I, don't like know. I said, mm-hmm. that you like I'm that's me speaking yeah. uh, generally, not overall you clearly. Yeah. But I'm saying you like the show. Now this is mm-hmm. four seasons in. Are there any shows that are like relatively new or only have like one season, or it's just a movie that you liked that you'd like to see get more of?
0: Um, well, I'm really hoping that... They or help, like Hellbound. Hellbound is really good, yeah. I'm saying
1: like, if we want stuff like that to get more mm-hmm. seasons, you have to talk about it and you have to make it yeah. known that you want to Well, they see are it.
0: announcing they're making a second season yep. already. And same thing with Squid Games, so making a second season. What else? I'm really hoping, um, there was like a Netflix TV show. Oh, um, Alice uh, um... Was it called Alison in Borderland Yeah that one is really good I recommended it to you like a long time ago right. They only have one season out Because it just came out last year okay. So I think they're going to come out with a second season t- soon it's, it's more violent than um, Squid Games so I'll tell you that You love
1: the violence in your TV shows
0: <laughs> Well it's like It's interesting because you want to see how people would do certain things And how would you do it Yeah And like there's On YouTube there is a hamster Squid games. I thought that was really funny Because it's like the clip art It's just like the hamster holding on A bar and I'm like what are you doing to your Poor hamsters? So so
1: it's clip art it's not
0: No, 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 it's actual hamsters. Okay, it's
1: an actual hamster. But but there's no
0: harm in any of the hamsters. Let's hope,
1: otherwise we're going to have another situation like that PETA and jackass thing.
0: (laughs) That is true. We don't want that. And I'm also laughing about the comments somebody named Jim said, So happy for season two. I only read books where the main character is six feet or taller. (laughs) Nothing (laughs) gets me, gets my goat more than when a short guy... Um, our cast were tall guy characters.
1: They, well, I mean, that doesn't happen very often, does it? If anything, Hollywood tends to be tall. People are on the taller side.
0: Mm. Everyone Eagles. always lists
1: Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is the only... He is the exception. He is not the rule. People okay. in Hollywood are taller.
0: Are you sure? They're, um, they're taller than 5'6". I know that. Um, what's his name? Celeste Sloan?
1: Okay. Okay. Let me put it this way. The ones who are shorter... Other than Tom Cruise, who mm-hmm. who kind of just was just a generally good looking dude. Yeah. If they're on the shorter side, they're probably muscular. Yeah, like a Sylvester Stallone, yeah. who still has a great look on camera despite how tall he is. Uh,
0: also, like um, he slurs his words a lot. We what? can't understand what he said because uh, too many.
1: <laughs> who cares?
0: <laughs> Were you about but, to say, "Hey, you guys"? No, I said
1: Adrian. Oh,
0: Adrian. Uh, you, My bad.
1: I don't think you, Miracle's too young. She's probably never seen any of the Rocky movies.
0: No, I have. Just like clips here and there
1: That's not seeing the movie Well if
0: you've clipped it together It's one whole movie That is such
1: a Gen Z thing To be like yeah I've seen it But what that means is They've seen like clip one (laughs) and a half Of like a 72 part clip That's on Uh, YouTube Yeah Miracle, miracle, miracle
0: Well I know Rocky 3 Is him versus the Russian 4, my bad
1: Yes Yep, yep If he dies He dies Mm Yes Yes Okay. I don't know. All right, we're going to talk about the Oscars. Yee. Um, it's, it's very topical because we've, we've got even more to talk about the Oscars mm-hmm. tomorrow that I've saved, but <laughs> this is um, why the Oscars should be more like the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I really don't think these people understand... Uh, what people hate about the Oscars so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, this article tends to, to make me believe that. So it says, the Oscars are the culmination uh, uh, the, uh, the and celebration of the year in cinema, just as the Super Bowl is the pinnacle for the football season. As the nation pauses for a long day of gridiron action... Ugh, that writing. Mm-hmm. It seems long overdue for the Academy of Motion, Picture and Arts, of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences to start treating the Oscars as the Super Bowl of movies. Mm-hmm. I'm already rolling my eyes. Mm. Okay, so it says, The Super Bowl is a good prism for thinking about how the Academy can widen the scope of activity around the, the Academy Awards. Party is synonymous with Super Bowl, and it should be with the Oscars as well. I'm going to tell you why that doesn't work. Uh, let's okay when people watch the Super Bowl mm-hmm. first of all it's part of team <laughs> sports you know it's, it's the mentality we have as people to be kind of pushed towards the idea of yeah. of teams and collectivism whatever you think about that it's not necessarily like a good or a bad thing yeah. but people tend to root for a team one team or the other and the thing about the Super Bowl is it's meritocratic meaning yeah. that to get to the Super Bowl you have to be the best team mm-hmm. right Uh. And it's, played out on a field where you objectively win or lose you know me you you make room for a bad call here and there but in general you win based on how well you do Mm -hmm. there is none of that in movies it is all objective and it's far far less uh clear clear cut so it's like when you're rooting for something when you're rooting for a sports team to win you're rooting for people at the peak of their physical (coughs) strength and well uh and talent Mm -hmm. to go and do something incredible on the field when you're rooting for somebody uh, there's something dorky about the idea of rooting for somebody just because they're making a movie yeah right and i'm a film buff, and i'm a nerd okay i love movies more than anything in the world Mm -hmm. i mean not maybe more than anything in the world but i love movies but i would never treat the oscars the same way that they are asking them people to treat the super bowl right Mm -hmm. it says uh the super bowl is much more than a football game even when your favorite team isn't in the hut hunt everyone watches uh everyone watches why uh, the NFL has built a celebration that is a must-attend event for Fortune 500 companies and established brands to see to tease new products, including Hollywood's upcoming releases. Mm-hmm. That's so funny. Like half the news that was out this weekend was all just crap that's happened at Super yeah. Bowl parties. Did you see the thing about uh, Justin Bieber? Uh, no. Um,
0: and what's the Justin Bieber one?
1: No, uh, he uh, he had like a, a get together and like there was like a shooting there because Kodak Black was there and like yeah it was it was <laughs> let crazy. me see this uh, so it says. Uh, the 30 second spots in the big game are going for an astounding six point five million dollars. That's mm-hmm. how much it costs to get like a 30 second ad in the Super Bowl. Uh, that's in part because the Super Bowl is entertaining to audiences beyond sports fans. Yeah, how many people have you ever seen that meme where it's like uh, it's like people cheering for the two teams and there's a person in the mm-hmm. middle who does it, who has like uh, a foam finger from one team and a jersey yeah. from another and she says, "I hope they all both teams just have fun." Yeah, like it's fun for everyone to go there. Mm-hmm. But you're watching the game. happen. Happen in real time that's not how you would that's not how it happens at the Academy Awards mm-hmm. you just sit there and watch rich people get awards that's not fun nor is it engaging mm-hmm. or is that to you do you go watch do you watch the Oscars no. is there anything
0: about it? I stopped okay. watching it a long time ago because it didn't catch my attention anymore
1: do you watch the video game any of the video game awards
0: Mm-mm. I don't watch any award system uh, system and award be, Okay. when you
1: say doesn't catch your attention can you tell me why like, what about it is, uh, doesn't get your attention?
0: A lot of, like, does the Oscars also have, like, musical performances, yep. right?
1: Oh, yeah, just like the Grammys.
0: Yeah, so basically Wait, they're... do
1: they? Or is it just the Grammys th- that have the...
0: I think it's just the Grammys, because okay. Grammys is more targeted towards well, music. Well, Grammys
1: is, yeah, Grammys is just music, but... Yeah. I, okay, so keep but going. But the
0: Oscars, like, it's kind of boring, because it's over, like, an hour or two hours long, and you're hoping, because usually they play on a Friday night, and, like, it's, Isn't like... is it on Fridays, usually? no we, i remember which one is on the fridays i know there's somewhere on the weekdays i feel like it's in the middle of the week yeah it's usually during the weekdays and i got upset because like there's certain tv shows that i really wanted to watch and
1: then it was interrupted because yeah of, okay
0: <laughs> and it makes me upset and then like the next week they'll play it but it's already like too late yeah or like they play after hours and after hours it's like school night you gotta go to sleep yep.
1: So, so so let's take this... Con- so you just, it's just boring to you. Yeah, it's and, just and really... And it interrupts the rest of it. Like I said, and it's forced so celebrities can all uh, circle jerk themselves and yeah. tell each other how great they are. When people are mm-hmm. playing each other in sports, they're battling yeah. to prove that they're the best, yeah. not... Patting each other on the back and saying, oh, look how great everyone here is. Mm-hmm. I it,
0: still don't understand football. Like, so many people try to explain to me what football, um, how to score in football. I still don't understand because my high school kind of suck. I don't care. Fight me, people. You suck.
1: You don't like football? Football
0: football's okay. I like it when other people are happy and enjoy it.
1: That's the most you thing I've ever heard. On Miracle's birthday, <laughs> yeah. um, tell everyone what you did on your birthday. Which I you watch birthday. everybody
0: else have fun.
1: Uh, no but tell them Like tell them what happened Like we, we went to We like, went what? to
0: Okay So we were supposed to laser tag But we did an escape room instead Um And they're like What do you want to do Miracle? And I'm like I don't know I'll just watch you guys
1: That's the most Miracle thing I've ever heard Yeah Um It says uh it's <laughs> But
0: I still don't understand What football Like is Like what the hell is happening? How do you score? <laughs>
1: you have to make it To the other end of the field
0: I know but like You know how basketball Like certain lines Are like for certain points So yep. like the it's th- Same amount of
1: points Any Every time you t- You score a touchdown Six points
0: Six points Nobody explained it that to so me
1: And then when, And then when you know When they kick the ball Through yeah. the, the big thing At the end That's yeah. another point
0: how, So seven, seven points Seven points if
1: they do If they manage to get both Nobody of them.
0: explained that to me Yeah Like uh. I asked somebody Like how do you score points And like my friend said Oh you just Put it over the goal And I'm like I get it But how does the goal system work
1: Also Say you don't Mm -hmm. feel like You can make it all the way down Score a touchdown And then get the point after Mm -hmm. You can kick what is called A field goal Which means you can kick it Through the uprights Instead of getting a touchdown That Mm -hmm. gets you three points Okay I can see why your friend got conf- got upset because it's like it's too, it's just too hard to explain unless you actually like, it's, it's so basic.
0: But it's a girl explaining to another girl and she doesn't understand either.
1: Okay, well, it is what it is. Yeah, says,
0: it's dumb.
1: Says the Academy's version of the halftime show is already built into the DNA of the Oscars via the original song category. Mm-hmm. So that's already like, the, but that's for movie, like best uh, yeah. original song at the, uh, or uh, for, I
0: but they don't perform or anything. It's just a bunch of people who dress up somewhat classy and they're just clapping nonstop. Like, I remember the memes with Leonardo, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio never winning an Oscar, and then when finally he wins an Oscar. His acting kind of sucks. Like, there's an Oscar
1: curse. He he won it for The Revenant when Mm -hmm. arguably he should have won it for Wolf of Wall Street or any number of other performances. So it says social media platforms should be a vital presence during the telecast. Uh, Pick a fun hashtag. Get TikTok on board. Yeah, the fact that like it should involve. If if they wanted to make it bigger, Mm -hmm. uh, they would have uh, less celebrities and more influencers. Whether we like influencers or celebrities or not is irrelevant. It's just the fact that whether they want to admit it or not, Hollywood is becoming a thing of the past, mm-hmm. and you know, online culture is what's taking over. So, have uh, Pokemane there. That's a joke, I don't actually want to.
0: Oh, that. she's really cute, I love
1: her. Or, Belle Delphine can give the best no. bathwater category. Um, um,
0: doesn't she have allegations? Because, like, um, one of my friends said that she uses her OnlyFans and it's not her, like, hers. Oh, it's or it's like underage girls too on there. <gasps> yeah. Ooh, that's so she scary. was like kind of under yeah. fire right now.
1: That's well, we'll see. Maybe mm-hmm. we'll cover that this week. So it says, Will Packer, the uh, the prolific producer who is steering this year's Oscars telecast, unveiled the theme for this year's ceremony during the nominations announcements earlier this week. Movie lovers unite. Oy. Uh, Well, vague enough to mean just about anything. The charter of the uh, American, uh, the AMPAS, has been the celebration of excellence in cinema. You can't do that without the consumers, who are the key pillar of the extravagance of movies. We're gonna be covering that more tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like, there's, it's so funny how things are kind of pushing back. This other, I really do feel like this weird shift uh, in these industries. And it says, industry insiders continue to bemoan the Academy's omission of Spider-Man: No Way Home from the Best Picture lineup because they really do always feel like they are full of themselves, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, And then uh, down here it says, Why doesn't Variety remember how Variety used to compare the Oscars to the Super Bowl since it was traditionally the number two show of the year? It used to annually compare to the two programs. Bring Comic-Con to the Oscars. Preview next year while celebrating last year's achievement. And then uh, it says, I missed Kanye West at the Super Bowl. Will this monkey show up at the Oscars? Oof.
0: That's mean. That is
1: very mean. Um, and this is a Variety article. So it's just mm-hmm. it's just funny to me because they, they want to be culturally relevant, but mm-hmm. Hollywood is so insular. Like, they don't want to uh, acknowledge the, the fans or the, mm-hmm. how important those people are to actually uh, making things work. Most of the movies and everything that's nominated this year mm-hmm. made, like, no money. Yeah. Very rarely. Li- like I said, why wasn't Spider-Man nominated <coughs> for Best Picture? Is mm-hmm. it just because fans liked it? Yeah. Was it not an emotionally uh, uh, evocative movie? movie mm-hmm. a lot of people would say it was Yeah. Uh, but it just always seems to be like there's this weird class divide between what Hollywood thinks people should uh, be watching and what they want to award themselves for mm-hmm. and what's actually true in the or you know and what the actual viewers the people who pay their who, who keep make these industries uh, run right yeah. uh, through their money mm-hmm. uh, they but somehow their opinions don't matter when it comes to these things so
0: yeah well I don't know and then Somebody in the comments said um, His name is Jane Why doesn't Variety remember how Variety used to compare The Oscars to the Super Bowl Since it's traditionally The number two show of the year It used to um, Used to annually compete The two programs
1: Yep. And compare not compare compete. Compare the two programs, and just it just doesn't seem like anybody mm-hmm. really. Get, it's gotten le- uh, as Hollywood became more preachy and more uh, sanctimonious. It's kind of lost. It's it's gotten mm-hmm. less and less popular every year. Yeah. Uh, maybe get away from that, but definitely maybe uh, maybe make it more interactive. Have maybe they could because when you're there, I always thought that there was like fans at these events, and I think that's a very small. I thought small they event. used to. I think it's mostly just celebrities and mm-hmm. industry people.
0: No, so like the, they used to. Like there was like one or two. Like you had to be lucky enough to be Yeah, invited. but you have to like
1: win an award or you have to yeah. like win like a contest to be able yeah. to go there or something, right? Or they have like people like good-looking people get jobs from modeling agencies to yeah. go and, and be a handsome person at these events, but maybe have like a section for actual fans of movies to go. But imagine this. You're, you're a fan of football, right? You go yeah. to watch these two people compete for something. Would mm-hmm. you really, but you have to watch the physical activity as it happens. Would mm-hmm. you really care about watching a bunch of celebrities schmooze with one another while they wait to be given awards? I wouldn't want to go mm-hmm. pay, and I certainly wouldn't pay to go see that. I
0: don't
1: know. I wouldn't do that. No way.
0: It's just all dumb. Well, it's just one of those, like, it, it's just, uh,
1: I, I think it's one of those things, that, like, Hollywood uh, is woefully behind the times, and mm-hmm. it's time for them to catch up, and I don't think the Super Bowl is even as, as hugely relevant as it used to be. Uh, not in the way that it was once before, right? Video games. People are the,
0: there to watch the commercials, I'll tell you that.
1: Yeah, that's about all people that's care only- about.
0: That's only... Exciting thing for, and like my favorite Super Bowl commercial is with the horse and the puppies. That one is so cute because, like, this is how they get you. Um, The Super Bowl will choose two animals, they'll use a horse, the advertised Mustang or any kind of car, and then puppies. Because people love puppies Yes they do Mm -hmm. So that's the two that you'll get And that's what I'm excited for What do you mean like Like who chooses this? Like any like commercials Like they'll choose like two different animals There's no cats? Cats are hit or miss
1: Bucko was bothering me all weekend.
0: I know he was. He so, was lonely.
1: Everybody else was out of town. Yeah, they so. were out
0: of town because they decided to go play in the snow. Yep. and Bucko was like meow, meow, meow. Yep. I'm going to bother Brett.
1: He literally just meowed the whole weekend. Mm-hmm. He would have loved the Oscars. Eh. But Buck, the Bocus Award, the Bocus Award mm-hmm. should have been an absolutely should have uh, should have been an award that uh, I would be proud to, mm-hmm. to to award to him.
0: Well, um, does the Streamys? Still is that a thing? Yeah, that's for YouTubers.
1: Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Do oh, they still
0: exist? Or I'm sure what? that's
1: still a thing. Okay. I mean, that it's not like it's not like streaming or gaming is going downhill. If anything, those are the mm-hmm. only ones. That's the ones where it's going up. Yeah,
0: but I remember those were like really big. Like it was for mainly YouTubers, and yeah. then like TikTok. No, no, Vine started invading it. Oh, I'm
1: sure TikTok is uh, part of that now, right? Ugh. No, Ugh. Miracle's uh, the only Zoomer who's not on TikTok.
0: Well, it's because it's all bullshit.
1: Yeah, that's
0: it's really bullshit It's for pedos And then communists
1: Okay What? Okay. You know it's true Okay Well that And, and people who want to dance
0: and It's not real dancing
1: That is not true
0: The real dancers is There are
1: real dancers on there mm-hmm. I watch them
0: I know, but most of the TikTok dances aren't even yeah. real. Well, dancing. yeah, no, I'm
1: not talking about like just people sitting in their apartments doing dances. I watch mm. like the ones who are like actual choreographers who do like these elaborate setups and studios. But do you
0: think they're going to actually watch those over like a handsome e boy doing the weird the, hand trust signals?
1: Me, the the girls are uh, plenty good looking, uh, as I imagine you kind of have to be in good shape to be a, a professional dancer, right? So and trust most of me. them
0: are. Like, most of them are Trust fund babies So that's not a real That look.
1: That's funny That's always like The yeah. vibe I get When you Because it's always In like It's always on like Hollywood Boulevard yeah. Or on the pier exactly. And you just like If they're not Okay let me rephrase it mm-hmm. the, the ones that I see Aren't uh, if they are, they work too because they're working as choreographers. Yeah. And they can make a lot of money doing that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like or they all have their advertising deals. They put they promote things on the on their social medias mm-hmm. that I'm sure are making them a decent amount of money. But yeah. a lot of them might have had that base uh income from their parents mm-hmm. uh that made it possible for the them. The only to do wholesome
0: that. thing is the guy mad dog, the guy that was skating and he was drinking ocean spray. Hey, that,
1: that guy became very wealthy off that. Yeah, he yep. did
0: Because Ocean Spray was like Let's give you um, a sponsorship And then he proposed To his girlfriend And then Yeah Everything went uphill for him Yeah, good for him Yeah
1: Because okay. he was like Drinking Ocean Spray On the way to work
0: It was the most yeah, wholesome was, thing ever And then he did one thing Where he was vaping And he was like Singing the song Of uh, Blinding lights Like you know That part where uh, The weekend goes like Ooh He did that And like blew out All the vape
1: That's that's really funny See that's what they need Mm -hmm. Uh, It would be really cringe But imagine the Oscars Have like him (laughs) Like scroll by Like on the stage While performing And of course They'd have Mm -hmm. like uh, uh, The weekend In the background Performing uh, Or I guess They'd have uh, Fleetwood Mac Mm -hmm. Doing the original version Of Dreams in the background As he's going through there Mm -hmm. That'd be cool I'd watch that I don't know
0: Like I feel okay, like no, the, I wouldn't
1: watch that, but that, that's what I feel like they would do.
0: I feel like the Oscars, if they just rewrote themselves to make it somewhat interesting, because I'm still upset they got rid of the Victoria's Secret show. <sighs> we took an L that year. We took an L.
1: You're telling me, my friend. You're we took an L.
0: Me. I wanted to see skinny bitches basically fall. That was
1: what I was looking forward. to. Thank you for that. That was that was that was uh, very rude of you. No, but I'm also if by skinny you mean extremely uh, disciplined in shape women who uh, literally look good because it's their job and God bless them.
0: Yeah, but when I imagine for uh, Victoria's Secret, I imagine a little bit bigger boobies. But whatever. <laughs> but whatever. Uh, but no, I really like how they look, and I like watching like how they like set up the. Their costumes And their bikinis Because like And bras It's really interesting But again Um that's Feminist. a good example
1: of like a a big show that mm-hmm. people came out for and looked forward to. Yeah,
0: and then Miss America also. Yeah.
1: Well, I, I don't know anything about the the pageants or anything. Okay, I do miss- love the I do love the meme that says like every other planet when America or when the when uh, mm-hmm. the uh, the the United States yeah. when um every other uh, planet when Earth wins Miss Universe for this or Miss Universe for the seventy mm-hmm. third time. That meme is fantastic.
0: Yeah, I don't know. For me, like I miss those. Like they got rid of that. For a little bit, oh, well, no, no, no Miss Universe. No, still there. No, but they don't broadcast it. Oh, they don't. Like I haven't caught it. Maybe it's on there, and I just haven't caught I, it, it it's on TV. Probably on. But yeah, like Miss India won Miss Universe this time, so good for her. But I, I really do want to watch it again. Like that was a big event that people were looking forward to.
1: Maybe that was uh, off for a while because of COVID.
0: No, it's because of uh, President Trump. What? He, I don't get it. President Trump is the person who made the beauty pageant. Oh,
1: he did. Oh, he. Did. Yeah, okay. so they canceled it because oh, of him. Okay. Oh, uh oh.
0: Yeah, they canceled it because of him. That's why it was gone. I love pageants to my favorite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm and the best then
1: pageant host in the entire world. Yeah, everybody says so.
0: My my friend, like she always entered every beauty pageant, and like beauty pageants, they give you like scholarships. Like if you watch oh, um, yeah. Insatiable on netflix they'll talk about it a little bit but like i remember like they'll give me like mail too like this is like when i was about to like graduate high school they're like put your grand put your daughter into a beauty pageant (laughs) she can get scholarships and i'm like dude i'm already past my prime
1: basically all of these things are better than the oscars yeah uh the
0: oscars i don't i don't know i like seeing their outfits like in the beginning like the Opening Oscar scenes where they're walking the red carpet. And you can see like all their outfits. That's the only interesting part. And then after that, it's just done. So
1: basically, just don't be you, Oscars. Be something else.
0: Be something else that's a little bit more entertaining. Like it's a little bit posh. Posh people patting other posh people's backs. Yep.
1: And we're gonna talk more about that with Dane. Like because mm-hmm. I've got these two articles. Wait, that you're wasn't laugh.
0: there an article like last year where they talk about like when it's the Oscars or any award ceremony they have to like sweep off all the. Um, homeless people off the way yep, so that, like well celebrities can come in.
1: Yep. And then they do that for the Super Bowl mm-hmm. this weekend yeah. uh, as well. So.
0: so imagine that. They <laughs> don't know. care about you.
1: No, no, they do not. Mm-hmm. Guess what? What? Let's talk Chicken Critical butt. Role. Oh. Chicken butt, too, but let's talk Critical Role. And by that, I mean, let's talk Legend of Vox Machina, Mm -hmm. uh, episodes seven through nine. So this is Miracle's show. Miracle Mm -hmm. suggested the show. She's a fan. She's a much bigger fan than I was initially. I enjoyed these episodes Mm -hmm. more than I enjoyed six. uh, I'm sorry, more than I enjoyed four through six. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to let Miracle give me her first thoughts on this.
0: I really like it because it shows more about the brighter woods and how I'm, I'm, I believe his name is Ulysses. Is it Ulysses? Yes, I believe so. Okay, so Ulysses is Mr. Briarwood, Lord Briarwood, and you find out why he's a vampire. He was dying from a lung disease that basically was killing him, and his wife Delilah couldn't accept the fact that he was dying because nobody could cure him. Which humanizes them. Yeah, a bit. it humanizes this was in, them. Was
1: that in episode eight? Let's um, get, let's get to, yeah, seven is It's a, like eight-ish, nine-ish No, but but seven is the one where we find out <coughs> about uh, Professor Anders, right? Yeah uh, And how he raised Or not raised But he was taught the, the kids. He was the one who taught uh, Percy mm-hmm. and his sister Cassandra Yeah Right? Uh, and then you see his kind of um, turn to mm-hmm. evil uh, Because he feels underappreciated Right? Is that Yeah Okay uh,
0: Because like basically he asked her by um, Not the Briarwoods The The Rolos Every time The
1: Derolos
0: Every time when we Hear that name Brett and I Want that candy
1: But I also think mm-hmm. of Jason Derulo
0: It's Jason Derulo And it's yeah, just like It's just Percy, Percy It's said Percy Yeah But um Basically Anders Um He asks his, <laughs> He asks The uh, Lord DeRolo's Luca
1: Heights <laughs> Keep going.
0: <laughs> he asks the Dorillos, like, um, can I get more funding for this project? I think it would be really great and beneficial for the family and, like, society as a whole. And what was the project? I forgot. I think it was, like, something to do with, like, energy. Did it
1: have to do with the silver tongue? No. Was that, okay, that was separate? Okay.
0: No, the silver tongue, um, the Briarwoods gave it to him, so, like, anything he wants, he can... Get it himself
1: yep. And that's what led To him creating The the uh, In the battle With the um, Suits of armor That yeah. came to life That was the cool That yeah. was the part I liked
0: um, But yeah So basically The Dorellos said No we are not Paying money for this So they brushed yep. him off And that's where It made him more angry Because he felt like Nobody appreciated him Or like Wanted to hear him out yeah. So when the Briarwoods came along And said we can give you more He decided yeah I can portray He not, turned evil Yeah. He he was like yeah I can like throw this whole life away And get a better life That may not look right
1: I enjoyed that guy's portrait. Mm-hmm. That portrayal of that character of mm-hmm. Professor Anders Like I, I don't identify with it But I yeah. enjoyed how good he was at being bad yeah. At being evil Um. I think scanlan had more moments in this than i usually get mm-hmm. from him i have a hard time i i think i mentioned here before like i i i have a much easier time mm-hmm. um relating not relating to but um cheering for the female characters in the show for some yeah. reason i love keyleth mm-hmm. i love uh um pike pike mm-hmm. probably more than all of them but yeah. I, you know, but also uh vax is it vex or is vax the girl
0: I think uh, Vax is the girl and then Vex is the boy.
1: One of the two. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I have that. Uh, where did I put... I, I had that one written down here. Uh, oh, yeah, so Pike talks... Uh, yeah, so uh, did you enjoy the part about Pike in the Everlight?
0: Um, uh, I could hear without that it. That felt
1: very tacked on. Like, mm-hmm. the whole storyline of her needing to go away was connected to the fact that Ashley Johnson had to bow out of that, mm-hmm. uh, that portion of of the campaign mm-hmm. during cri- when they were filming Critical Role. What was she
0: doing? Like I know I'm, she was sure doing i it was different probably work.
1: Okay. It probably had something to do with work. But uh, so this story feels a little bit tacked on and it mm-hmm. feels narratively like it doesn't fit with the rest of it where everyone is very cohesive and together. Mm-hmm. Other than even when Scanlan goes out on his own they're kind mm-hmm. of all brought back together pretty quickly uh, and this leads to eventually we, we do meet Cassandra yeah. in the current year. And she uh, almost died. She almost dies yeah. he, uh, and Keyleth has to bring her back to life. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. Yeah. There is so much heart behind Keela's character that mm-hmm. uh, I just I adore. And then
0: um, Vox saying, "I'm in love of you," and she's like, "Really? Not the right time."
1: Vax, yes, Vax. Vax my bad. Uh, Vax says that to Keela, and she's mm-hmm. like, "Really now?"
0: Yeah. Uh, and then uh, we like also in the middle kn- of the battle. Yeah. And then we also learn about how I love it how they don't call it a gun; they call it a pepper box. Yep. We learn how. Percy made the pepper box yes
1: and the the mm-hmm. origins behind like where the names come from yeah. and the mask mm-hmm. uh what's it called again a plague doctor's mask yeah you always call it yeah mm-hmm. I, d- I didn't know that uh, I thought
0: you knew this is was, was what during the black plague like I, they wore it I'd heard,
1: I had heard I mean I heard the term before but I wouldn't mm-hmm. have been able to have pointed it out same like uh, I mean when I think mm-hmm. of that when I think of that term I think of like a Guy Fox mask <laughs> like from V for Vendetta yeah um what was the uh This is one of the few times where I felt Scanlan's humor worked really well. Yeah, like his line about um, if there's one thing I learned from brothels, it's that size doesn't matter. It's how you use it. Mm -hmm. That made me laugh. And then him riding away on a middle finger actually made me laugh. But I do think that this show suffers from a little bit of like it doesn't always know what it wants to be.
0: Yes. Is it
1: want to be charming and heartfelt? Does it want to be crude and violent? Yeah. Now done perfectly well, you can mix those two and it and it and they and they flow seamlessly. To me, now this mm-hmm. is just my personal interpretation. The uh, the the violence and then the crude humor, like when Pike comes back and she's like, "Let's kill the," where she says her crude lines, yeah. always feels a bit tacked on. Like the writer giggled to themselves as they yeah. wrote that line. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, I can see that.
1: Like I would not imagine. Um, like Pike talking like that after the way she talks to uh the, the Everlight, right? Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, portrayed by Tace, uh, Tracy Toms from yeah. Cold Case Fame. I love that show. Yeah,
0: well, also, like, I didn't... The part where she's like, you can choose one of these two paths. You can choose the holy one or you can choose the one where you're longer friends, but you will always carry that holy spirit around
1: it felt like they gave up writing this year like Mm -hmm. there should have been more internal conflict and they like there should have been a more defined reason as to why she went back this direction Mm -hmm. but that whole storyline about her and worthiness and the Everlight and holiness all of that kind of felt muddled and like it Mm -hmm. didn't make is that just me did it it felt like it it felt really confusing it
0: felt really confusing i think if they just wrote without it it should be fine
1: they could have just skipped that storyline entirely. Mm-hmm. Let, uh, like, leave Pike out of it for, like, a couple of episodes. Mm-hmm. Maybe do one uh, one or two check-ins. But I, I felt like they didn't need to do mm-hmm. this. Um, the, it just didn't. Though it did, I, I will say that it did lead to one of the better parts of it, which is when she makes her big comeback mm-hmm. uh, as a as a what? Astral projection, which, of course, then they had to make a joke In about. her
0: what ass? Uh,
1: it, yeah, Grog. Grog continuing to. See, when, when he does the crude mm-hmm. humor... It makes sense.
0: It makes sense, but because then Stallion
1: Because he feels, it feels like it fits that character. Yeah. But when Pike, whose little tiny Pike is crude, yeah. it doesn't come off as like, uh, uh, as like part of her character. It feels like a writer wrote it.
0: Mm-hmm. Also, I realized why you wouldn't identify, like, the Plague Doctor mask because it's very steampunk or, like, emo-esque or goth-esque. I
1: was never never emo, and I was never goth.
0: Yeah, and it's also, like... Even though um, I
1: wear all black a lot.
0: (laughs) And then early um, Tumblr days where... God help us. The grunge.
1: God help (laughs) Tumblr. Yeah. Tumblr is... Just get the hell away from Tumblr And I
0: only know it because, like, the Black Plague and also... um, Squishables, the company that makes dolls. What? Yeah, it's called Squishables. The the company that makes these like big fluffy dolls. One of the their best sellers. I really want one, but they're kinda on the pricey end. They're called the Plague Doctor plushie and then the Plague Nurse. And it's if you buy two, you get like a discount, but it still costs a lot. But the Plague Doctor one, there's one that I really want. It's like bigger than me and it can sit alone in the corner of your room. And it's so cute because he holds like a little a little lantern. But basically, Very why, creepy. yeah. But basically, why the plague doctor looks like a bird's beak? Because like back then, they wanted to keep away bad smells. Oh, okay.
1: That, that actually makes mm-hmm. perfect sense now I, I I kind of impressed this upon you mm-hmm. earlier i've I've been trying to figure out why this show hasn't resonated with me mm-hmm. the way it has with you yeah. whether it's because it's animation which i there's i, I love yeah. dc animated mm-hmm. movies it's not i don't think that's the problem I don't think it's the fact that it's based off of something from Dungeons and dragons mm-hmm. I'm not particularly attached to d mm-hmm. uh, and d and but also this dialogue isn't hard to follow so that's not the problem yeah. I think what it is is that the main character the character 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 with the most uh, progress and development as both a character and as a human being Mm -hmm. uh, story-wise narratively is Percy and I just, have a really hard time mm-hmm. uh getting into his character and identifying with Percy. I just yeah. don't I don't feel any connection to him. I understand how much of this has to do with him being kind of uh he's the chosen one per se mm-hmm. and he's going back to claim his birthright and he was run out of town at an early age by the evil briarwoods and all of this stuff should make me care about him. His mm-hmm. sister nearly, you know, having to leave his sister side should make me care about him, but for some reason whether it's because of the writing or the portrayal It Mm -hmm. just doesn't resonate with me the way it does with you. Like, you really like this character a lot.
0: I do, because it kind of shows, like, this character, like, how complex he is and how he turned this way. I wish they kind of explained more why he... Like they did explain how he built the pepper box, but they didn't explain why. Like all of a sudden, he turns more violent. And there's more episodes. And to come, like so how he put on yeah, the mask so quickly.
1: Yeah, I, I don't understand the part where why he gets so violent so quickly. Yeah. where it feels like it's like maybe I'm missing something. Like I fully no. ad- admit that I could mm-hmm. be missing something here. Like maybe there's magic involved that I'm supposed mm-hmm. to be catching uh, some type of um, subtle hint mm-hmm. that I'm not seeing maybe that's why I'm, it's not resonating with Mm me. Um, I will say that the Briarwoods were given a lot more, uh, sympathy. There's a much more sympathetic angle to the Briarwoods, Mm -hmm. uh, these three episodes yeah. finding out how he became mm-hmm. or how they are they both vampires or is only he a vampire
0: he's only a vampire and she's like a witch because like she's a, yeah,
1: because she performed the spell yeah. that was able to turn him into a vampire which she is why you can't see she opened the book
0: of the dam yes mm-hmm. uh,
1: which is why you can't see his reflection in the mirror yeah so there, like there's a lot more uh, layers to those characters like mm-hmm. I would be more interested in a tragic Briarwood story mm-hmm. or a Pike and Grog buddy comedy story than the per. And maybe those come in season yeah. two well the they briarwood the Briarwood probably won't but yeah. but there might be more of Pike in in season two mm-hmm. I imagine uh, like that the vex and vax will get more screen time along with yeah. Keyleth in the last three episodes. I want
0: more story time with Keyleth because like it was kind of weird because the first few episodes she like had an inkling of a feeling for Percy but then it went to vax right yes vax is the guy yeah maybe and it's it, still
1: coming maybe the ultimate maybe then vax and uh and um and Percy will battle for her affections.
0: Well, I legit thought Vox was going to be a gay character because the um uh, the storekeeper and him were like flirting. I hard. think I think
1: he's bisexual. Oh. I, I think that's what they're saying. <clears throat> Just like Peacemaker now. If, yeah, or, but Because of course. Yeah, but I
0: wish be. like they drew him a little bit better if he was like bisexual. I wanna see somebody that's both appealing to male and female. But whatever. Plain art looks okay.
1: Uh the character designs are very, very like I had a hard mm-hmm. time telling uh the Vax and and, and and uh no I like uh Vax is the girl. Yeah. Uh I I had a hard time no, Vex is the girl. Yeah. Uh, I had a hard time telling Vex and um uh Keyleth apart at first. Yeah. Uh for the first few episodes. So uh I I, th- I think you're right about that. Like mm-hmm. maybe I like uh um pike because and grog because mm-hmm. they're the most distinct yeah it's th- really unique. maybe i'm just dumb and it's just because i like <laughs> the way that, like uh, ashley johnson's vocal portrayal of pike and uh and all that might be also like when you think about it pike and grog have the most vocally different portrayals mm-hmm. with grog being very deep and very uh mm-hmm. big buffoonish but but sweet and lovable, right? Yeah. And then Pike is so uh, adorable and um, and kind sounding, mm-hmm. uh, if not a little bit naive, even yep. if na- even if that's not true. So maybe it's that extreme portrayal of those characters that made me uh, fall, you know, or c- you know, come to their, uh, you know, become more enamored with them quicker. Mm-hmm. So we will see. We, I mean, that's uh, we're up. We got three more episodes to go. Yep. Uh, it goes. It goes. It's going to go through episode twelve. Yay! So we will see. Uh, we will see what comes up with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you looking forward to the most? Like, how do you think the storyline uh, concludes?
0: Right now, I feel like it's dragging on a little bit long. But do you think
1: it ends with Percy taking out the Briarwood Yeah,
0: I think it's going to end like that because like for me like how i was complaining about the first 3 episodes where they didn't talk about the dragon storyline that quickly mm. because like they only talked about it like yeah, that two feels episodes. like a lifetime ago yeah it was like only two episodes and then they skip over to like percy's storyline which is taking up a lot of the a season a lot
1: of the time yeah So, basically from 4 through 9 yeah um so 4 is when they start on that mm-hmm. journey to white uh yeah to whitehall uh, yeah. yeah so
0: White, uh, White Whitestone,
1: uh, White Whitehall. White yeah. Whitehall's a, uh, a, yeah, not, it's a different reference. Mm-hmm. Also earlier, yeah. uh, this is completely an aside. Remember yeah. when I was mentioning the show Wallander and I thought he was Scottish? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Swedish.
0: Swedish. Oh, see, you can, sometimes you can tell from the accents. Yes. And I learned Swedish. Um, I was listening to like 70, no, not 70 27 different languages to sing This one song that's popular for Encanto It's called Surface Pressure And it's sang by the character Luisa And like there's a Swedish part It kind of sounds Spanish to me What part? Um, because like they cut it in different segments But it's a part where like she's basically um, Talking about how much pressure is on her shoulders And she's about to like pop and snap Okay And like that part, I thought they were singing in Spanish again. And I was like, this is not in Spanish. And it was, like, Swedish. Oh, Yeah.
1: Sounds adorable.
0: Yeah, it's cute because, like, right now, Disney's trying to, like, um, produce, like, more songs in different languages. Like, I barely learned, like, two days ago that um, Disney has an Israeli part of it. Mm-hmm. And there, there was, like, Hebrew songs. And I'm like, when did this happen? And their song... um, Like their singer, I mean, it's like a black girl. She speaks Hebrew and I'm like, "Cool, where is this from? I didn't know they were trying to like do that.
1: The beauty of being a a worldwide corporation.
0: Mm -hmm. But yeah, right now they're trying to like um, get like songs all over the place. Like my favorite version of... There's
1: money to be made in all parts of the world.
0: Yep. My favorite song by Disney is the Japanese version of Into the Unknown.
1: Oh, what's that from?
0: That's from Frozen 2.
1: Okay. I've never seen Frozen 2.
0: Yeah i only like it because i was in japan and they were playing that song non-stop oh. in shibuya and like um if you go to like shibuya's mall because i was looking for a certain pokemon doll it was com- um, because i wanted to support this graffiti artist i really love his art i still can't find that doll because it's always sold out and if you want you can send it over and i can finally display it somewhere but this doll wow that
1: was a that was a very Very manipulative Way of getting Something you want
0: Yeah that's true Because I've been Looking for it For like so long oh, It's like man. really cool It's um by a graffiti artist And I wanted to like
1: What's the name Of the graffiti artist
0: I think his name Is Gen Zero Okay Yeah Gen Zero And like um, He's a street artist Of Japan And like Pokemon. Um, this has
1: nothing to do with Critical Role. No. Nope. Legend of Vox Machina. Nope. It's but just it me talking about
0: slip, um, stuff she
1: wants. She wants people to give her stuff, so she's going to no use supporting,
0: this. The artist. supporting the artists. Supporting the artists, but yeah, like he did a lot of artwork for skateboards. Yeah, so yeah. like you can buy skateboards of like his graffiti art of like all different Pokemon's. But there's a Pikachu that's like all black, but it has all his art on it, and I really wanted that because I thought it was cool. But I ended up getting a graffiti Pikachu. So he's like holding a spray can
1: You settled for Graffiti Pikachu Well
0: because that's the only one they had I asked like the manager Like one is like the Because they had a big Graffiti Pikachu Yeah And I was like when is that coming out And she said oh you have to wait until February We're out Okay And I was like
1: no Maybe next time
0: Yeah but they played that song way too much
1: it happens well, Into the unknown That's Disney Disney tends to do that With their music it, mm-hmm. gets, it gets played into oblivion I mean Hasn't everyone heard Let it go Like a gazillion times That's like a
0: decade ago yeah, It's all about still It's all about We don't talk about Bruno Or yeah, surface I know, pressure I know
1: I know we don't talk about Bruno As the big one now
0: What happened? Who hurt them? Okay Who's <laughs> uh, named Bruno? Uh, we should do a conspiracy theory About this <laughs> what, what happened to Bruno? What happened to Bruno? Did uh, he screw you guys over? You think he did? Well, that's one conspiracy theory Like, um, they're saying that Bruno from Encanto Is actually the character from Luca Who's the father that abandoned um, I forgot that little boy's name Oh, Alberto Um, Basically, he's like all alone Because his father said, I'll be back for you And he never came back
1: That's very sad
0: But I thought that movie, they're gonna make it into a gay character That's why he didn't want Luca to leave him so badly But no, he has separation anxiety it's very sad. Yeah, it, dude, Pixar is like banging with like real sad stories. Well that's what
1: that's Pixar's bread and butter is mm-hmm. the emotional manipulation.
0: Yeah. But basically he got adopted by a different family. Mm-hmm.
1: Again, mm-hmm. this has very little to do with Sorry, uh, because of like, Vox Machina, but
0: Well, Vox Machia, if you made your stories a little bit more interesting. Maybe I might talk about <laughs>
1: you. Well we 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 covered a pretty good amount of it there. That's so true. I want to talk before we go, uh well. Uh wait. Other than the Percy storyline, mm-hmm. what do you think? Uh, what, what other storylines do you think they need to pull? Do you think Key they need Keyleth? Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, more of Keyleth. And I think I would like to see if Pike is going to be a bigger character mm-hmm. in the end.
0: I want a storyline. like Grog. just Yeah, I want a side storyline of Grog. Yeah. Why he's so ultra-violent and why he can't die.
1: And why he needs alcohol all the time. Mm-hmm. He gets very sad and, and threatens to to, to to ruin everything when yeah. and, when he doesn't get his alcohol. Exactly. He's going through the DTs, I think. What's
0: DTs stand for?
1: He's, he's, go, he's, he's going through withdrawal is what they're saying. Thank you. Yes. All right, Um, right. We're going to talk uh, Daredevil and the fact that... Netflix is losing Mm -hmm. all the freaking Marvel shows. Okay, I had this wrong. Mm -hmm. Uh, I did not real, and I should have understood this before, but that this is essentially, um, that it was a licensing deal that they had at Netflix. I told you, I told you it's a
0: licensing deal. I understand that, but just,
1: okay. Maybe I just didn't want this to be true, but it says mm-hmm. when we talk about the six TV shows that make up Marvel's Defenders verse of mm-hmm. small scale superheroics, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, The Punisher, and the Defenders itself. We usually do so by talking about them as Netflix Marvel shows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's also like a bunch of other names for it that were not real names. And I'm like, Yeah, yeah nobody calls it that. Uh, we also say fighters. things. Like, yeah. We also say things like, Hey, you may you maybe you don't need Iron Fist in your life. Stop being so mean had, uh, what's her name in it? I, I love that That actor. show was uh, whatever. Jessica Henwick was in that show, and mm. I love Jessica Henwick in that show.
0: No uh, offense, Brett, but that show was whatever. Well, yeah, I'm
1: not saying the show was good. I'm saying Jessica Henwick was good in the show. Uh, it says, uh, but that description was never entirely accurate and became even less so today as Netflix revealed that th- this week that its licensing deals for the shows that are set, to expi- is there, are set to expire at the end of this month, at which point they'll vanish from the service for good. Because despite the triumphant Ta-dum. Ta-dum. <laughs> uh, that's uh, kicked off every episode of... Uh, man, that was some bad writing. D- despite being all the triumphant... Uh, ta-dum. What? Uh, it's Because okay. despite all the triumphant... What? I, I'm so confused right now. That kicked off every episode of Matt Murdock's or Jessica Jones's streaming adventures, Netflix's ownership over these TV shows... Uh, these TV show series uh, that it promoted relentlessly from the top executives on down has always been nominal at best mm-hmm. their deaths back in the late to 2018 to early 2019 served as the, served as the harbinger of the serious beginnings of the streaming wars that now dominate pop culture uh, their removal from Netflix later this month will mark the end of a more exploratory somewhat amateurish and collaborative iteration of the streaming ecosystem well that's because Netflix dominated the entirety of that streaming ecosystem yep. for the, there was no nowhere else to go if they wanted to do this other than I guess Amazon Prime and even Amazon Mm -hmm. Prime was in its infancy as far as developing their own uh, their own content back in 2015 when Daredevil came out. Yeah, uh, it says why did they cancel Daredevil and all the other Marvel shows? When Marvel's Daredevil, the Disney overlords are always very careful to let you know who's actually making the stuff. Right up there in the title was first released back in 2015. It was into a very different media landscape that than the one we're living in now. At the time, very few people were looking at Netflix as a direct competitor to anyone. The former and still amazingly current DVD shipping company has carved out a A niche for itself online and gotten ahead of most of the competition in the streaming marketplace. I can't tell if I'm just a bad reader or if this is just weirdly written.
0: It's weirdly written but again to summarize all of it it's just Netflix is losing their Marvel shows because of licensing. I told you this Yes. like when Disney Plus became a thing it was going to be taken down I guess
1: maybe my problem is because I just can't imagine these shows on Disney Mm Plus my guess is they end up on Hulu yeah, um, because Disney owns Hulu. Uh, the <coughs> next step of treating Netflix like just another network the studio might produce original content for flowed naturally from there. Mm-hmm. After a few mixed results on, on Disney's own ABC, most notably Marvel's Agents of Shield, I don't know if that's mixed results. It got seven seasons. People mm-hmm. love that show. Agents of Shield is extremely popular. It's extremely really popular. Pop- uh, like it had like a really strong core fan base.
0: Mm-hmm. No, I'm still laughing that Agent Coulson or. Is it Phil Coulson Yeah Yeah It reminds me of Smosh games When they used to be Really good Um they're playing this one game where they get to be any Marvel character they wanted, and Mari Takahashi, she she won the whole game, just playing as Phil Coulson, and she was up against Danos, and she won with that lame character. Hey, you leave Coulson alone. No, like, his stats were really bad, but she won somehow.
1: I wonder how she won. (coughs) Basically,
0: um, Joe and Shiver messed up.
1: Okay. It says... uh, it says uh, there we, uh, these would pre. I'm just gonna I'm gonna skip around this article here a little bit here uh, and it says focusing on characters whose abilities usually topped out at a nice cheap punching and usually rights uh, that reverted to Disney from a then still separate Fox a few years earlier they're talking about these other shows mm-hmm. uh, from, from the Marvel Universe it says what changed of course was Disney Plus and with it the assumption that Netflix would any- was anything other than just another well backed rival for a piece of market Disney was now interested in owning Mm-hmm. As, ma- as major studios, a mere decade late to the party, began to realize how much money was available in streaming, Netflix stopped being a symbiotic place where, say, a show like the CW's Riverdale could catch on, to on in the public consciousness. Building an audience that would follow, uh, it would... I'm just, I, I give the fuck up about mm-hmm. reading this shit right now. I hate these articles when, <laughs> when, they, when they write them like this. Yeah. Uh, basically, they're losing uh, all of them. Uh, Netflix, they're losing Daredevil. They're use losing Jessica Jones. Mm-hmm. They're losing uh, Iron Fist, Luke Cage, yeah. Defenders, and Punisher. Uh, I, I really only care about losing Daredevil. Yeah. I, I loved the first season of Jessica Jones uh, mm-hmm. with Kill with Killgrave, but after that, I could have taken it or leaving it. Yeah. Taken it or leaving it. Or left it, uh, but I do want to see Charlie Cox continue on as this character of Daredevil. I just don't have any faith that Marvel will actually make him the serious version of the character that yeah. Netflix turned him into in their in their version of it. I think that's another reason why I have such a hard time uh, had such a hard time imagining it going anywhere else. Is that it's so vastly different? These series are so vastly different mm-hmm. from the Marvel universe proper that yeah. it's hard to even imagine them as the same thing. They mentioned like uh, like the events in New York City but they very they very in almost no way connect to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Mm -hmm. at all Uh, and now so it it says Charlie Cox thinks he could be playing Daredevil for another 10 years I would let I would be okay with that even Mm -hmm. if they change the character a little bit I kind of love the idea that he loves playing that character and he doesn't want to stop You know, a lot of actors, it feels like these days, because superhero movies and television shows are so Mm -hmm. profitable, it feels like they just use it as a stepping stone to make their career better. Yeah. And he actually wants to stay and continue to portray the character.
0: Yeah, for sure. I don't know. Like, um, when Sony used him for that one scene Mm. in... Spider-Man. You said he didn't like it because it's kind of slapstick funny. Yeah,
1: it's not what that character mm-hmm. was. There was elements of that in the show, but yeah. it's also I'd rather see him in his own thing and not used to prop up other characters. Mm-hmm. The same thing with Wilson Fisk in Hawkeye. Yeah, he was not the the kingpin that we saw that Daredevil created. The one that was literally so brutal he yeah. decapitated a dude with a dude with a car door.
0: Well, like it's also Disney and Sony was. Spider-Man rated R or rated PG. PG-13. So they can't do that for with that rating but then Disney they don't want to show too much violence. Nope.
1: So they like said maybe Hulu becomes the place for shows like this. Mm-hmm. They keep making it but it goes to Hulu and not Disney Hulu. Plus.
0: Yeah, Uh, maybe.
1: Did you also see this? Norman Reedus, unsure about Ghost Rider. This was one of the first stories we covered. Yeah. Um,
0: Wait, so he's unsure now? It
1: says, with rumors swirling that Kevin Feige has cast Ghost Rider in the MCU, Norman Reedus says he is unsure if he is set to play Marvel's Spirit of Vengeance. Hopefully the actor is simply playing coy and isn't allowed to talk about it, but Mm -hmm. Norman Reedus tells CB.com that he doesn't know as of yet. Hmm. Fingers crossed, Reedus responded to questions about playing Ghost Rider. I don't know. There's been a lot of talk over the last couple of years. I do not have an answer for you. That could very well just be him not being allowed to make an announcement for it yet. Yeah. Norman Reedus happens to be the top choice uh, for just about every single Marvel fan to play Ghost Rider. And on more than one occasion, Reedus has stated that he wants the role. I think he'd be fantastic mm-hmm. in that role. So it says, quote, that would be great. So I don't know. Call somebody. Make it. Ha- make that happen. I want to do it, Reedus said back in July. Mm-hmm. Adding, quote I want a fire skull I want my face to turn into a fire skull and whip a chain around that would be great Mm -hmm. Uh, it was uh, it's also known that Redis has been liking a lot of fans tweets about him playing Ghost Rider and back in 2016 responded with an F yeah when he was asked about Mm -hmm. it so he's clearly doing the social media lobby trying to get himself uh, in the running for that role yeah and I I, I know that uh, the last season of uh, Walking Dead is on right now Mm -hmm. so
0: oh they're finally ending it this
1: is the last season yep okay and then, did uh, we're gonna? Did, did, uh, is he the guy that you would imagine playing this character?
0: No, but like after looking at the fan art, so if you keep on scrolling back and forth, the fan art for that it top is, really is really good.
1: good. Yep, that top. It's one really, is really good. good. I
0: kind of see him because like I kind of remember Nicholas Ch- uh, Cage, and I like it because they made it a little bit funny. He's a
1: little bit more serious than Nicholas yeah. Cage. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: So I kind of want to see a different portrayal of it. So he's going to be. Middle-aged yeah, Ghost writer.
1: I guess. I mean, he's yeah, he's in his four, he's got to be in his forties. Okay, now.
0: so like a little bit older ghostwriter, yeah. but either way, I'll take it or leave it because he's like my second favorite character.
1: You'll take it or leave it on your second favorite character. You should have stronger opinions on this.
0: <laughs> well, because like I'm still upset about John Constantine. With the Matt Ryan.
1: You're very upset about that. Yeah, I'm very upset about it. She's very upset. She, well, you, you never know. Maybe, yeah. maybe they'll bring him back later. No, they I won't. I doubt it. Yeah, I know.
0: No, uh, they won't. They'll to look for a younger model.
1: This is true. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they say that women are the only ones who are replaced. That is not true. Mm-hmm. Did you see this thing about Adele?
0: <laughs> What's up with Adele?
1: Uh, a, <clears throat> Adele ignites controversy after declaring that she loves being a woman while accepting a gender-neutral Brit Award. Ugh... Um, <laughs> <laughs> she just can't win lately. Nope. Between the hotel residency crap and now this, it says, the 33-year-old songstress is catching heat for a comment she made during her acceptance speech at the Brit Awards on Tuesday, February 8th. Adele gave a speech on stage, uh, on stage at the O2 Arena mm-hmm. in London while receiving award for Artist of the Year, which is a new category to replace the Best Male and Best Female awards uh, in the interest of creating a gender-neutral space for viewers and nominees. Mm-hmm. Um, wouldn't it be better to make like a gender neutral award? Like, so that you can have your best, ba- your, uh, for maybe for people who identify as, as gender neutral? I don't neutral? think it's
0: good because they did the same thing with sports, but people want their own categories yep. because they want to be the best. Oh, no, that's what I'm saying.
1: Mm-hmm. Instead of, because what this does is this is effectively erases. Uh mm-hmm. man, this puts men and women in contention f- with each other mm-hmm. that means that there's less uh, actual uh chance for people to win maybe they just add a third category for if the idea is about inclusivity maybe mm-hmm. they add a third category for uh actors or actresses or I'm sorry for for uh actors that are gender neutral mm-hmm. you know what i mean
0: uh, i don't know like for me i'm like can you just Leave it alone Because people actually Do want their own Separate category mm-hmm. If you just put Especially them, in sports Yep Especially in sports They want to do it their, Like be the best In their own gender mm-hmm. If you just make it neutral Like then you have to Compete with different males And then like For me it's like then that means you have to compete in different genres, which still happens.
1: Well, yeah, well, that would be mm-hmm. that would happen anyways for Artist of the Year. That would yeah. they, that would span the the spectrum for genres. But it it just does seem kind of uh, I don't know. I, I almost didn't cover this one because it's kind of dicey to talk about. Yeah. But I just think it's crazy that we're at this point in the world. So it says, despite accepting the award that was intended to ditch the gender binary, the blonde bombshell, and by the way, she does look incredible right mm-hmm. now. Uh, we should do, we her, should diet. do her diet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the blonde bombshell proudly declared her love for being a woman while addressing the crowd for her win. I understand why the name of this award has been changed, but I really love being a woman and being a female artist. I do, she, s- she said to the audience members, who reportedly began cheering. Per, stage si- per, per page six, mm-hmm. I'm proud of us, I really am. Isn't it crazy that in 2022, it is now considered uh, controversial to be proud to be a woman?
0: Ah, which is kind of like... I think you were talking about it earlier. It's kind of like a hit or a miss because the pendulum will always swing back and forth. Like, you can be proud as a woman then like they really cue you for yeah. that so it goes back and it forth it really depends on who yeah. you're talking
1: to like you're like I said you can't make anyone like, you're always going to offend or upset someone mm-hmm. so it says but despite the love from the audience on Tuesday night videos of Adele's acceptance speech began circulating online causing an avalanche of social media users to call her out for her comments including one who accused her of being a TERF mm-hmm. uh, it says in in response to a post from uh, the Gay Times on Instagram one user claimed that the singer's statement was unnecessary while another noted that it was a weird time to bring that up considering the award was specifically focused on gender neutrality. They're not wrong. Mm-hmm. They're absolutely right that she definitely um, stepped in it when she decided to make this time uh, to make the statement, yeah. maybe she would have been better off. And, and I think it's stupid that you would kowtow to the mob, anyways. Mm-hmm. But maybe if she wanted to make it less controversial, she waits and like announces it on her social media afterwards. Yeah. But then, like, if she felt strongly about this mm-hmm. and she wins the award, it's her right to state, you know, to make that statement. It's her thirty seconds or a minute where she gets to thank whoever she wants and make yeah. the statement she wants to. It just so happens that these people don't like what she had to say. Yeah. Uh, but it really was literally the one time where this is very clear clearly it's made to be in uh it's, it's made to be controversial in yeah. the time that she delivered this speech
0: that's uh, why adele it says
1: however plenty of loyal fans weren't afraid to show their support for the easy on me singer pointing out that adele was simply trying to celebrate her accomplishments as a successful woman in an industry where women are often marginalized uh, i'm mm-hmm. going to skip over that last part she is a woman she yeah. won a gender neutral award yeah isn't it fair to say that she as a woman Who won the award? Despite what Mm -hmm. she looks like, despite what she was born, has a right to say what she wants Mm -hmm. in this in this space. I don't know.
0: We don't know yet. No,
1: I want to know your thoughts. uh, You're, are you offended by this? Do you think that
0: I'm not offended by it? I'm just happy she won the award. But also, why do people care? Like again, why do we care? Same thing. Like, um, Mm. why do we care about the Oscars? Why do we care about the Super Bowl?
1: Who knows. Uh, it says right here, it says, uh, this, this is just the one mm-hmm. comment. It says, this is insane. She expressed her pride for who she is. That's it. She didn't say or infer anything about anyone else. If anyone from the LGBTQ community did what she did, they'd be applauded. And if anyone bullied them like they were bullying Adele, the haters would shut them down immediately. Show Adele the same respect. Stop being so insensitive and hypocritical. Mm-hmm. She absolutely deserves to be respected for having her opinions and having her views. Uh, you can disagree with her, but yeah. I don't think she said anything untoward. I think she has the right to be proud of who she is if she who she is to her as a woman yeah. then god bless her go with god i say mm-hmm. that's that's my take on it i just uh, speed. it's just crazy that that's the world we live in now where this is controversial
0: mm-hmm.
1: so would you uh you're a woman would you would you give this speech at an award show
0: no i wouldn't care i would just tell them to mail me my reward
1: it's an award not a reward, reward uh, is what you, a reward is what you get when you uh, send in a crime Stoppers tip uh, and a fugitive gets caught
0: fine award I'll just tell them just send it through to me I'm not coming
1: show <laughs> <laughs> that sure, that's why you're not in the entertainment business
0: well because also why would I be outside <laughs> when Whoa. better things are happening inside.
1: Oh miracle, <laughs> okay, well,
0: that's how you know I'm kind of weirdly introverted,
1: no well, you're like me
0: mhm i I don't know, I don't think you're as
1: introverted as me, but I, no,
0: I, because um basically, I told this to somebody I'm actually an ambivert, which is ambivert, and amb- whatever um, I can't word right now, but basically it just means you're both introverted and extroverted.
1: I like to call that being human,
0: <clears throat> yeah, but like um. For me it's like fifty fifty. It depends. Mm-hmm. But um, they said, Yeah, you're this because uh, you could be a social butterfly but also you can be like a little hermit.
1: I hate the idea that they have to give labels to all this stuff anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I I, well, I I think you hamper yourself and mm-hmm. you put and you and you kind of put yourself into corners when you feel like you have to lay that's a big problem in society right now. Everything feels like it has to have a label yeah, and like, be um, neatly categorized and collated. And I mm-hmm. don't like that.
0: Yeah, like um this one guy that I knew. Um, basically his company So he works for a State uh, State farm mm-hmm. And they made them Take a personality t- Test to see What kind of Personality, they are, and I don't it's. I want to
1: do that. Well, like, no, like it this tells me data on me.
0: Yeah, it tells you, like, what kind of introvert you are, what kind of extrovert you are. It, like, narrows it down to six different categories. And, like, how they label you, it's like the first initial mm-hmm. letter of that word. Mm, interesting. So, for me, mine started with an S, but then after that, it goes downhill because I was like, it just sounds like BS. Mm-hmm because it's supposed to be like oh when you relax like what do you do do you go to a party and hang out with people or do you go to the party just listen to what people are saying or do you just stay home and like listen to tv or do you stay home to read a book yeah. or do you go home to sleep like it's very very narrow like that yeah i just i
1: for me, like, I just want to tell you, like, I'm, I'm clearly more introverted mm-hmm. almost all around, but in general, I just think that this topic is kind of insane, that she's not allowed to voice her own opinion uh, nope, real during cute an, here. an award, though I, I will say that she, she should expect this type of backlash given as the award had been changed that year mm-hmm. and she may, took this time to do so. So you kind of reap what you sow and she's mm-hmm. going to, the backlash that she gets is uh, of her own doing, but yeah. I still think it's silly.
0: All of it's silly.
1: Yes. So, okay. Okay. Now that we've decided that everything is silly, Miracle, why don't you tell everyone what your social media is so they know where they can find you so they can be social with you?
0: No, <laughs> I don't have social media because it rots your brain. See,
1: she really is mm-hmm. an ambivert. She doesn't even want to share social media with you. Nope. She doesn't have social media. Uh, maybe that's why you're... Uh, I'm somehow less social than you, but being social on so- on social media is not the same thing as being social in the real world. Well,
0: like also, I feel like I have a lot of FOMO when it comes to like social media because I want to like have more posts on there but like when i don't get a lot of likes that's when i get really bad fomo uh
1: wait how's that fear of missing out
0: <clears throat> because like i want a lot of likes no like i had this whole that's thing. not really missing out yeah that's well not really at all but- well because like what if i post the same posts as somebody else that i know but they're getting more likes as me and that's not really
1: what fear of missing out is.
0: I know, but like, still, like, it made me really anxious about like getting likes and uh, more followers. Yeah,
1: you're, it means that you're like uh, you're being you're. For, I'm very you're controlling. You're, you're comp- no, you're comparing yourself to other people in a way that you shouldn't mm-hmm. be doing, right?
0: Well, I felt like I was very controlling how I do things.
1: Yeah, well, that's uh, mm-hmm. not like there's nothing really you can do about mm-hmm. that. You're you're in a lot of ways you're at the mercy of the algorithm with that stuff. Boo,
0: so. you're an algorithm. Okay, then that's what uh Dan used to say. Yes. He says your algorithm. Like he said that's gonna be the new disc for everybody complaining. Your algorithm you're an algorithm. hmm
1: all right, guys, uh, if you want to follow me on social media, I am. Uh, I, I will not be offended if people don't like <laughs> or subscribe to or like my posts. Uh, it is what it is. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, at Brett Dasovic. If you want to follow the show, please go to the YouTube page, uh, subscribe to the channel, please like the videos, leave comments, all that stuff. We very much appreciate it. And there, if you go into the description box to any of the videos, remember all the segments are cut up into individual parts. Uh, if you go into the description box, it gives you the Spotify link, which gives you the full unabridged version of each episode start to finish Mm -hmm. we're not just on spotify we're also on amazon music on apple podcasts and on pandora all that stuff at pop culture crisis and then we are also on social media on twitter at pop culture underscore show and then you can make dane our Mm -hmm. weekday co-host very very uh very very happy by following Mm -hmm. us on facebook and on tiktok at pop culture crisis on there and we will be back with dane with another episode tomorrow we will see you then
0: guys bye bye